So, of course, of course, the only way the New York football giants can possibly get a touchdown is because some loser on the Buccaneers has to fumble the football. Because if they had to go 80-plus yards, they obviously couldn't get a touchdown. So, they got gifted that. So, currently, the Hack Giants, the tr- the trash team in Jersey, is up 7-3. And But there's still a long game left. No Giant fans should truly expect them to win this game. Because, you know, they are just not good. Um... But I need the Buccaneers to win tonight. So I can then make a three-point swing and make James to be forced to use his definite next week. Because if you go down four points, if you don't use your definite next week, and I win, and even if you win, well, well then you're still down three. But if you were to lose, you're down four. So you better hope God loves you. But mainly tonight is about Mr. Gene Celestin. And uh, if the last name sounds familiar, well, it should because that's James's last name. And today's dad's birthday. And unfortunately, COVID, you know, took this man away much, much far too sooner than it should have. And James... Tell tell the people about your dad. Well, first off, I hope that my dad is watching Kobe drop a hundred points on God and and Gianna just dropping buckets on all their disciples. That's number one. Got got gotta make light of that. But on a but to ask, basically, um my dad is a he was a good man. He was a humble man, he was a quiet man. But he was always, he was always prideful. He was always a man of honor. He grew up a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Me, me and Joe Green was his favorite. He loved seeing defense. He loved seeing Smash Mouth. That's that's why he fell in love with the Steelers in the first place. Um, he'd always love love watching soccer. That's why I love soccer. Um was there for me playing when I played sports growing up. He cared a lot. He'd he'd he would, he would be going to games where he would be so tired from work but he would go because he wanted to see people play. man was selfless. And a lot of the humbleness I get to get from him. So he he's missed man. He was very quiet but he was very, very That's good, you know, we're all in this life for a short period of time, and, you know, we gotta appreciate the real things, the only things that truly matter in this life, and that are those who you deem to be closest to you. At the end of the day, whatever BS happens on social media, you know, whatever people disrespect you, that doesn't matter. As long as you got the people in your circle, the people that you truly, truly care about, because if you lose, I don't know, let's say a follower on Twitter, okay, fine, at the the end of the day, who cares? The majority of people on Twitter 
are just on there for fun. They are not making money off of their social media. Most people aren't. Even the ones who have 16,000 followers, they're not, or, or I don't know, 8,000 plus, you know, they're not making money off of it. So, does it really matter? No. But as long as you got the people that you truly care about, the people that are either in your immediate family or your friend family, those are the people that truly matter. So what they think matters. What other people think, it holds no water. It really doesn't. I agree. I agree 1,000%. I echo that sentiment. I do wish he was here. I do wish um, I do wish my dad could be here because he and his dealers are seven to know. I'll be honest, like if my dad could come to the heavens right now and I would tell him, "Yo, dad, the dealers are seven to know." He'd be like, "What? What? You're lying." Here we are. <laughs> Not even still yeah. fans would have rejected. 7-0. and oh. Maybe you can get, maybe, just maybe you get 5-2. and two. Maybe you get 4-3. and three, You know, maybe you get 3-3 three and three and a tie. You know, maybe, maybe you even get 3-4. and four. But no one, and I mean no one, predicted 7-0. Oh. I didn't. And I damn, I know damn well he didn't. And I'm actually very, um, and I just, um, so I can share this story for all good stuff. Um, I normally don't have a lot of jerseys that are not my team. I mean, I told Nick something funny before we were on the show, but I want to bring this up. I had an old Brad Johnson jersey. <laughs> and, and you're like, Brad Johnson? I'm going to tell you why. And it's actually no fault of my own. Like Nick, I was 11 years old. Like, I, and my mom just got this jersey. It was on sale. It was like, I think it was like, it was on sale. And I like the color red. Like, the, the, the Bucks uniforms, what they play right now, I like those uniforms. Like, you know, just the uniform color. I wouldn't buy I wouldn't, like, buy it, per se. But I like the uniform. So I didn't know who the quarterback was or who it was. I just saw it look Come out a year later, it was Brad Johnson. I was like, I have a Brad Johnson jersey? What? That is random. And my dad was just like, why? <laughs> which is, which leads to one of the moments I had, it's funny, to one of the moments I had as a teenager was, I was wearing that jersey, and the Steelers were playing the Bucks. I'm like, you better take that jersey up. And the Steelers were winning. It was like, actually, son, keep the jersey on. <laughs> you're, you're giving me good luck and I was like that I ain't taking off that jersey and it's like if you don't if you keep that jersey on I promise you I'm, t- I'm taking away your allowance and your car <laughs> so I was forced to wear that jersey and the Steelers just killed the Buccaneers I was just like yo why am I wearing this jersey for a trash team I was like don't blame me your mom is the one that got that jersey <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dad. Tell, tell me how you really feel about me. You don't care about your son. You just care about your team. <laughs> see, 
see, that's a new part of the story. That part I didn't hear about. But, yeah, I but, figured I'd share but, this on air. But the first part is is definitely hilarious. Now we're gonna we're gonna tease a take, but James is starting to come around with who it was. Was it Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? So that will be talked about a little later. But first, James has six great stories throughout a mix throughout his childhood life with his dad. Share us the first two right now. Alrighty. Um here here it is. Number one, um, as a kid, remember as a kid, I was I was seven years old and I was in the third grade. And literally, um it's crazy. This is actually pretty embarrassing. So I got my first kiss actually in the third grade, <laughs> and I did it right, right in front of my dad. <laughs> and my dad smacked me up the hell, smacked me up the hell. I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> so I didn't know what I was doing. I was in the third grade. It was like everyone was doing it, so I thought I could do it. <laughs> dad smacked me so hard, I feel like I was seeing stars. That's one moment. Thoughts. Look at you, a pimp at about the age of seven or eight years old. Jesus Christ. Don't, don't you... Well, maybe you didn't know better, but don't you think you should have looked around you? I didn't, I didn't think of anything. Everyone just started doing it. Well, was she cute at least? Yes. Alright, I mean, that was, that was pretty funny, you know. Give us, second one, give us number two. Second one, this was really, really embarrassing, and um, I was like four years old, and I, I it's weird, because I was four years old, and I was like, you know, I was coloring and whatnot, and I colored on my dad's bench, accidentally. You yes, colored like on your dad's bed sheets? Yes. How old were you? I was four. You, I was you, four years you old. were young enough, but curious, why Why not a coloring book? <laughs> no, because I ran out of coloring book, and I wanted to color, and... I was so, and I wanted, I was so mad that I didn't get the coloring book from dad, so I thought I called my dad shit until I got my coloring book. <laughs> so. I've, I've, I've heard of coloring on walls. But I colored on the But sheet. I've never heard of coloring on bed sheets. That's, yeah. that's pretty funny. So, so, so in return... I have to, I have to wash and scrub all of that, and my dad was so mad at me that I, that was the first time I literally got my ass kicked as a kid. That was the first How time. many four-year-olds do laundry? What kind of household did you grow up in? I did laundry. My dad taught me. I did laundry at four. <laughs> 
gonna learn today. And my mom's like, he's four. It's like he's gonna learn. You gotta learn sometimes. <laughs> Man, I don't even think. I don't even think I brought my clothes out to the laundry room until I was like 12 years old. <laughs> I guess I showed my white privilege. <laughs> now we're going to go into the teenagers. I already told you the first one. Alright, uh, let's, 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 let's base these up a little bit. Okay. You know, um, you know, the Giants are starting to piss me off a little bit, you know. They're, 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 they're really doing no-no things right now. You know, if, if, Dan, if Daniel Jones was any good kind of quarterback, he he hits the receiver there for an easy touchdown. Um, but, but yeah, that was really bad. But they're, that was slowly, they're slowly starting to move the ball downfield. You know, they're, they're being creative, and I don't like that. I think they need to cut the shit out. And they, they need to remember their record. That that's how that's how they should be playing right now. Right now they are not playing to what their record indicates. And many could suggest that they could easily be three and four right now. Um so it's 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 getting annoying. Like like it's crazy crazy because um the Giants it, at least the Giants are showing light. I don't think I don't I don't think the Giants are gonna win this game anyway. But they're they're showing more creative than the Jets are. Oh, that was a oh my god! Yeah, you're ahead of me. Sorry, but oh, what a great sack! That that was some beautiful sack lunch. You ride that pony white. There we go. Devin White, uh, Devin White. Oh my god, like he. Oh, he faked the blitz. Oh, literally. That was actually, he faked the blitz, and he came from the other side. That was a good old yeah, pump fake, little... baby. How quarterbacks got the pump fake? That was what you call pump blitz. <laughs> and because of that sack, he pushed him out of field goal range. Alright, so, tell the people why you change your mind. I have been on the Bill Belichick tree because, you know, he's the greatest coach of all time. But after we're halfway through 2009, sorry, halfway through the 2020 season, which I wish it was 2019, but, but, you know, but it is what it is. I decide, I was on the Bill Belichick tree, but here's why I changed it. Number one, the way Brady's playing right now, he's playing better than most quarterbacks played when they were 43. He's played way better. Number two, the Buccaneers are clicking on all cylinders. They have a D, and now with Antonio Brown, this offense is going to be scary. Number three, the way Bill Belichick is playing, is coaching, it concerns me a lot. Like, if Brady was playing instead of Cam, the Patriots win that game against the Bills. There are games that the Patriots lost that if Brady was playing, they win that game. I'm not saying Cam is a bad quarterback, but there's a difference between Cam and a guy that's the greatest quarterback of all time. And it shows that Brady really elevated Bill to being the greatest coach because Belichick has not 
proven that he can develop a quarterback, and McDaniels hasn't proved that he can develop quarterbacks. So I'm leaning more Brady because Brady has proven that time and time again that you give him the right circumstances, he's going to turn a team like the Buccaneers who are losers. Losers. The Bucks were nobody. They were trash. They were garbage. They've only had one postseason in the blade. Ever since they won that Super Bowl in 2002, they've only made the postseason once. So I think that because Bray has elevated a team that's for perennial losers into winners, Brady made Belichick. And Belichick without Brady, Belichick is like 51 and 66. So it just proves that while Belichick is a good coach, Brady really elevated Bill Belichick. So yes, I'm on the Bill, I'm on the Brady train because he has taken the Bucks from a nobody into a NFC title contender, and Bill Belichick has taken the Patriots from from dynasty status to a team that could get a top ten draft pick. And what have I always said? It's players over staff. And that goes for any sport. And and we can talk about Nick Saban. We can talk about Bill Belichick. We can talk about Phil Jackson. You know? We can talk about Nick Saban. We we can talk about, let's say, you know, you know Joel Torrey, Bobby Cox, Tony La Russa, right? But... What do all those guys have at every level? And, and let's also throw Greg Popovich in there too. They've had great players. Pop, Jackson, Bill. All had dynasties. Nick Saban, when he won his championships, he had the quarterback at every team. Not one of those teams... That one of those national champions didn't have a good quarterback. Now, A.J. McCarron was the worst, but he still was good. He he dominated in that dynasty. They won like two or three in four years. Or like two and three years. They killed it. And then with Tua. And 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 right now, the, the kid they got get right now is pretty good. So, don't be surprised if they don't win the national championship this year either. Um, yeah, Mac Jones looks pretty good. You know, Coach Coach K, many many years, talented, talented stars. You know, and same same one and so forth. So I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You give them an average. If you take away Tom Brady, let's say you take away Tom Brady, okay, from one to twenty twenty. A couple of things are happening. Okay? Maybe, maybe they win one championship. Maybe they go through eight quarterbacks. Maybe they only win the division four to five times. Maybe, maybe they only get to two title games. How about that? Maybe, maybe instead of averaging 12 wins a year, I don't know, maybe eight through ten wins a year? You know... It's just, it's just not the same. And, let, and let's face it too. Let's say they have no great quarterback. Okay, maybe, maybe they try hard at drafting. 
Maybe, maybe they try harder at drafting free agents. So, so maybe that's what they did too. Not that many think about it. Maybe, maybe because they had Tom Brady, that they slept in the other departments because they knew they had the quarterback. But guess what? It was brought up earlier. I watched the first um, fifteen minutes of the pregame of Monday Night Football. Um, it was either Randy Moss or Steve Young that said it. Is that maybe they were relying on the defense. Because before every player opted out. They had they had six players out there due to COVID. Three of them are key defensive players. To where if they have those players. Guess what? They win yesterday's game. Even, even taking away they can't fumble. Because no team is going to drop that, that, that many points. And, and, and they win the Seahawks game. So it's very, very different. And you can also clearly see Cam wanted to be the reason why they won yesterday's game. He ran the football. All they had to do was was throw a, was was try to take a, a end zone shot or just run it up the middle and kick a field and get to overtime. But no, Cam wanted to be the reason. You could clearly see that's why he was running the football. He wanted to be the reason. And guess what? When when you run ten to fifteen times in a game, the law of averages, you are bound, you are bound to screw up. And what happened? He screwed up. And another thing another thing that I don't get, the Patriots used their last two timeouts and, and made the Bills kneel two times. You lost the game. Why are you using the timeouts? It does no re- reason. Let 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 them kneel once and then that's it, game's over. Why do you have to waste everybody's time and call you're not fumbling a kneel, I'm sorry. You're not doing that. It's not. It's not happening. It just goes to that play when you're, and it pissed off everybody, including non-giant fans. Um, I think it was Greg Schiano, right? You know, yes. all, all all the Giants had to do was kneel, and they're trying to sack the quarterback. You're not fumbling on a kneel. The ball is as close to the quarterback from the center as possible. He's grabbing the football. And he's kneeling. You're not fumbling a kneel. So sometimes just 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 admit the loss. They lost the game. There's thirty ones. Now if they had three timeouts, fine, go ahead, do it, do it. But then hey, what happens? You you, you get the ball at thirteen seconds and you're not going, you know, for for, for a field goal sh- shot. So stop doing that. Yeah, I I just think that like the the my the problem is is the fact that you're. Your the players are just they're just not there, and I think they I think they take um I think they take a lot of granted that Brady is just Brady, and I think that's oh. the big problem. That was a nice pass. Break what up. what but a yeah, good but, defensive stop, though. That that would that would have been easily a forty yard catch. Yeah, good job, James Bradbury. But yeah, but like I said, though, like. It's it. I just feel like the problem is, is that I just feel like um, the Patriots, and maybe you can speak to this more because you're a Patriot fan. It felt like you guys took Brady for granted. It really did. Like all I had is Brady. I didn't have to improve the team. If you look at what the Bucks are doing, the Bucks are doing everything they can, everything to make Brady comfortable. Everything, but Bill is just so stubborn in his own way, and that's the problem. If 
need to bring Brady. Like, look at what they're doing. Like, all right, I we we need offensive. We need offensive cat. Um, offensive line. The Bucks like, I got you. Oh, I want Gronk to come back. I got you. No, listen. I want Bruce. I want Antonio Brown. No, man, I don't want Brown. I want Brown. I bet I'll get you Brown. Why can't the Patriots do that? Ego. Bill wanted it to be him. Brady won off. Brady wanted it to be him. And that's what happens. Look, if Tom Brady's not on the Bucks, Antonio Brown is wherever Tom Brady is. That's what it clearly is. And the only way, the only way Bruce Arians says it was him because he wants to show that he has control. Bruce Arians has no control of this team. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Why is that? Because in the beginning of the offseason, Antonio Brown is not coming here. And not, he is not coming here. And what happens? Tom Brady, Tom Brady swings around his two-year fifty-plus million dollar contract and says, "Oh yeah, you want me unhappy? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I get hurt. You don't know what goes goes on with my body. I'm old. You you don't know. Maybe, maybe you got a quarterback with someone else. So so you do what I say. You do what I want. Tom Brady clearly has clear control." If Tom, if Tom Brady wasn't on the Bucks, Gronk wouldn't be a Buck. The only reason why he's a Buccaneer, that had to have been a package deal. It had to have been. You take me, you got to get Gronk. Because there's no way, there's no way anybody can tell me that this wasn't planned. It had to have been planned. Tom, where, where are you going? I want to come back. I want to come back. Where are you going? I bet you right now, if Tom stayed, if, if Tom stayed in Patriots, Gronk would have came back too. So no one can say it just was a coincidence. They even, even if they even if they tweeted, I promise you this was not planned. Why would anybody believe that? Yeah, and also I mean, remember the Seahawks had interest in Antonio Brown. They had interest in Antonio Brown, but Antonio Brown stated, Antonio Brown stated that he wanted to play with Tom, and Antonio Brown felt like he, he let Tom down because of, you know, the whole distraction, that his whole violation, it got settled, and here's the thing, I think Antonio Brown is humbled, and I think you're going to see an Antonio Brown playing for Brady because... You're going to see Antonio Brown do big things. And it just goes to show you that... He's also staying at Brady's house, too, by the way. So Yeah, I heard about that. Well, the house that he got rented from Jesus. So, Brady knows he's going to make sure Antonio Brown's head is on straight. He's going to make sure. Because if Antonio Brown is back to where he could be, he can resume and get back to his Hall of Fame career. Because when Antonio Brown is healthy, he's had six straight seasons with a 1,000 yard receiving. So... I think that if Antonio Brown keeps his head on straight, then then I then I think the Bucks will have a great chance of going to the Super Bowl. So that's how I view it. Wow. Now we'll take a break from well, we'll take a break from that, and now I'm going to go into the next moment of my childhood. So we kind of spaced this out. 
All right. So you remember 2000 and the 2005 six season, or uh, the 2005-6 season, right? The Steelers playing against the uh, the Steelers playing against the Seattle um, Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. I was, I was, I was, no, I was rooting for the Steelers, obviously, because, you know, that's stupid. So, during that Super Bowl, I believe I was 15 years old at the time, because I didn't turn 16 yet. I was 15 years old, watching that Super Bowl with my pops, and then we're just like, we're like, here we go, let's go. And then, one per like, my uncle wanted to be a jerk, and root for Seattle. <laughs> Yo, so my dad was a G. He literally put a suitcase up, $3,000 bet. Steelers win the game. <laughs> My uncle's like, nah, double that $6,000. My dad walked away Jesus. with $9,000. Jesus Christ. What's going on in the Slussin household? Yeah. My, My dad don't play that shit. <laughs> And it was a fun moment because I didn't, because I asked Dad, can I get some of that money? He's like, nah, man. When you, when you get to my status, then come talk to me. <laughs> I didn't even get one dime. Yo, that's, that's crazy, bro. You would, you would have thought, you would have thought he could have threw you $10. No, he didn't even give me a dollar. <laughs> that's horrible. So that's that. So we'll get to the last two moments later. But now the finalists for MVP is announced, and DJ Lemayu is one of the finalists. You got three more. You got you you got three more stories. Oh, sorry. The next one is all right. So you remember the next Super Bowl, the um, the, the Arizona the Arizona Cardinals one yeah. with um and with uh, with Antonio Holmes. Yeah. So, this is actually not a funny moment. It's actually a very touching moment. So, I... So, you know, I was rooting for the Steelers, obviously. Steelers, Cardinals. So, Larry Fitzgerald made that touchdown. My dad was like, fuck. We're going to lose. This is awful. We're going to lose to the fucking Cardinals. And I was like, yo, dad, listen. We're not going to lose. So, and I was trying to give my dad a talk and whatnot. So, we're going to, we're going to win this game. And I said, we, because, you know for my dad. So we were watching that game and as soon as the Steelers, as soon as like Santonio made that great catch, my dad was so happy and he, like literally you could see tears coming down his got his eyes and just seeing how happy he was. And it was actually a, one of the best father-son bonding moments. That six Super Bowl. That's beautiful. Yeah. So not all fun moments. There, there was a little, you know, there's a little sappy one. So there's that. So these giants gotta stop. These giants, these giants gotta go away. They gotta be banned from playing football, and they gotta stop being annoying. Like that. It is crazy. But as you were saying earlier, yes, f- finalists did get known. Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, MVP, 
And already, so many DJ tweets. So many. Finalists for AL MVP. Jose Ramirez, Jose Abreu, and DJ LeMayu. You Ho- know Jose Abreu is winning it. He He's should winning win. it. Abreu should, get, win. Abreu should win. DJ should get second place. J-Ram should get three. Jose Abreu should get most of the first place votes. Maybe DJ gets like five or six, but and then and then and then he probably leads second place votes. But Jose Abreu should win MVP. Rick Renteria should. He's 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 the former manager of the White Sox because he's currently not now, but he should win manager of the year. It should not go to Kevin Cash. I also won't be shocked if Kevin Cash does win, but it you know the White Sox making the playoffs is more memorable than the Rays making the playoffs because it doesn't depend on postseason. So I hope people do realize that. And for for ALC Cy Young, it should be Shane Bieber. The, you know Shane Bieber should get all of the, all the, all the first place votes. He should get all the second place votes. National League Cy Young. It's probably going to be a three-peat, but I also won't be shocked if Trevor Bauer does win it. Um, and a manager of the year, it should be Don Manley. With everything that the Marlins went through in a season, it should be him. And a I, Rick of the year, I assume Drake, Jake Cronensworth. He's basically Tyler Wade of the Yankees. He does it all. He's very talented. He's good. And an AL Rick of the Year should be Louis Robert, the young outfielder of the White Sox. I agree with your AL NL. I'm not going to discuss that. Um, AL star young, obviously going to be Shane Bieber. There's no discussion. NL star young, I want it to be DeGrom, but I think Bauer's going to win it. I think Bauer's going to win it. I think Madeline should win NL Manager of the Year, and I think Renteria should win AL Manager of the Year. And I do think Jose Abreu should be the American League MVP. And this is coming from two guys that are not. See, see, you got to understand, we're not biased. I don't get why people have to say DJ should win MVP because he's a Yankee. Like, that, that, that's their exact reason why. That. That's their exact reason why. That, that's all they see. If, if every Yankee was in the category, that's, that's who should win. But, but, but you, you know what it is, though? I bet they don't actually think that, but they 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 just want to seem like they're not being that guy. And they have to pick the Yankee. Because it's not true. Just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean you have to go with that. Well, yeah. It's a, it's a fact. Like, you know, like, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, I just, I just don't get, I, I just don't get how people think like that. And that's just how I feel. I totally how, I just, I just don't understand. But. Because people, people think they need to have team, team, team allegiances. And that if you go against anybody with not your team, you're a quote-unquote not a true fan. 
and the Giants are getting annoying. They need to stop. They need they need to go away. They're they're really annoying. Oh, what a touchdown by Wayne Gallman. Someone who's no one even heard of before. Someone who knows in football. I'm a Giants fan. I know who Wayne Gallman is. How dare you? Again, someone who's no one known before. <laughs> you know, w- w- when you're a fan of a team, you should obviously know who's who's in your own fan base. That's that. That's it'd be sad. It'd, it'd be pretty. It'd be pretty sad. It, it, it'd be. It would be pretty sad if he didn't. But and for a guy no no one has known before, because you know Giants are nobodies. Just just like Ben DiNucci, before it was announced that he was a starting quarterback. No one, not not even most Cowboys fans knew him. No one, and I mean no one. So it it comes in a time where sometimes magical stuff like this happens. But listen, for all we know, Buccaneers score a touchdown. It's fourteen ten. Bucks get the ball to start, to start the second half. For all we know, this could be the final points that the Giants put up. It's right now the Giants have played pretty good football. But am I to believe that Daniel Jones is going to stay mistake-free? No way. He's eventually going to make a mistake. In almost every game he's played, he's made at least one mistake. So it just depends when that mistake happens. Well, so far, aside, Jones has been sacked once, but he hasn't been, you know... It's just this defense has been. I, I got, you got to give the Giants this credit. They're, they're playing out of their minds. And Patrick Graham right now is frustrating. He's frustrating um, Tom Brady. And it's only the first half, so this game could change. But right now, the Giants are playing exceptional football. And they get the ball to start the third quarter. Well, I uh, don't think the Giants will still win this game. You know, and it's crazy. And, and another tweet from the great Chris Canty, another another workman-like drive from Big Blue. I'm loving this offense. Jason Garrett is keeping one of the best defense in the NFL off balance with his play calling. God. You know what it is? Too, too many people just hate on Tom Brady. That's, that, that, that's, exactly, that's exactly what it is. Too many people hate the GOAT. People gotta stop being annoying. Oh my god. Uh, no one is hating on Brady. I'm just saying, you know, that's, the Giants are playing really well. They're playing really well. Jones has thrown for a touchdown. They're, and they're, they're, they're playing okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, any quarterback, any quarterback can go. Can throw for one touchdown. It's it's not that impressive. It's truly not that impressive. Well, um, Don had Don had the Bucks in this game, but you know he's looking pretty 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 shaky right now. And it's crazy because it just makes the Eagle loss more maddening. Because had the Giants beaten the Eagles, they'd probably be in first place. It, it makes the Eagles loss that much more maddening. <laughs> And it makes the Cowboys loss even more infuriating. <laughs> but and of course, Sa- Saquon Barkley makes a formal retweet with some guy blowing smoke out of his nose. 
And then and then the and then the wonderful Madison Miller said, "Wish he was on the field." And then and then I just made a tweet. He's too busy going out without a mask. Wow, we we just taking shots out here. It's fact, isn't it? It is. Before, like, I will tell you this. Um, before I was fifty fifty, but I'm gonna go seventy thirty. Tom Belichick. I'm on seventy thirty. So you still think it was thirty percent Bill Belichick? It's seventy percent Tom. Don't I give thirty percent because the defense is pretty damn good. But I really do truly think Tom Brady is like the mastermind, especially when Tom Brady masked so many deficiencies because Wes Welker was great. Randy Moss had a when Tom Brady had great weapons like Randy Moss and Gronk in his prime and um, Hernandez and all those other players. Brady was just a monster. How are you stopping this? And now you get now. I wouldn't say it's exactly it is, but it's those weapons are unbelievable. And especially wait till Antonio Brown comes back. Well, he's going to start practicing Wednesday, so I will not be shocked if he's on the field against the Saints. And, he will. You know, and and uh, Chris God Chris Godwin is fifty fifty. So if you have Godwin, Evans, and Brown all in the same game, plus Gronk, plus plus the fake Julian Edelman, you know, plus plus the running backs, one of them is going to be wide open all the time. One of them. Well, you can't activate everyone. Some some people are going to have to get inactive. But yeah, you're going to have. Ronald Jones and Trinette. None of them are going to be inactive. Huh? None of them are going to be inactive. I know, I'm just saying, but you're going to have, imagine this, you're going to have Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, Chris Godwin, Cameron Drake, Rob Gronkowski, and then you're going to have Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Jesus Christ. Good luck. Saints, good luck stopping that. I know they just made a big trade in Quan and Quan Alexander, but boy, that's that's not that's gonna be tough. Tom Brady cruising down the field, and I mean cruising. And they got two timeouts, and they're rushing. They're rushing like they have no timeouts. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean. Giants have given up a lot of points there in the half, so it wouldn't surprise me if Brady scores a touchdown here. Well, they, they, sh- they should. Well, either even if even if the Buccaneers do score, the Giants are going to lead with are going into the into the third quarter with the lead. No! Oh my God, James, James is breaking news. Oh my God, really. I did not, I did not know that. <laughs> I know, right? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Again, why are they not using timeouts? I, I don't understand. That was beautiful. That was fantastic. That was bonehead. And that was actually a good tackle. Why do they use this timeout? Jesus. You know... 
if you only had one timeout, okay, I understand. But you had two timeouts. Like, what goes on out here? That's why I also never got, like, coaches use a timeout in the first quarter. It, it makes no sense. If I was a coach, if I was a coach, I wouldn't use any timeouts of the second quarter or, or fourth quarter. Do not use them. Do not use them the third and first. I guess you know they want to take a delay of game. They just don't want to take a delay of game or whatnot. It's five yards, bro. It's not that big of a deal. But let's fucking Mike Evans can't get out of bounds. See now you gotta hurry up. Now you can't use timeout. But. Prediction time. Who do you think is going to be our next president? I still think at the end of the day, Donald Trump is still going to be president of the United States. By how, mu- how much percentage? Just give us a final percentage. Uh, 70%. 70%? You think 70% of America is voting for Donald Trump? Yes. Wow. That's... What do you think? Trump with... Let's see, let's see, let's see. 5248. Ooh, a neck and neck. Yeah, because definitely more people are voting now than than they did in 2016. Um, multiple people have have even said the ones that didn't vote in 2016 are voting now. So that's that's gonna you know jump up by at least an extra thousand plus voters. Um, but I just think you know, and also there are probably some people who are gonna be. Forced to vote a certain way, I'm sure, even though that's wrong. Some people might feel pressured. And look, either way, either way, Trump wins, every minority in the world is mad. Yeah. Biden wins. All the white racists are mad. And let's be real. If if Trump wins, there are probably going to be some white people that 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 are mad that he wins because I'll I will, I'll be one of them. I will fully say right now, I didn't vote for Trump in sixteen, and I'm not going to vote for him tomorrow. I have no problem saying oh. that. Yeah, and and no. You're not voting for Trump. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't vote for him wow. in 2016, and I'm not voting for him tomorrow. Uh, I don't think he's done as bad as people think he has. I'll, I'll go as far as, say, as to saying that. Um, and I I have no party. You know, I don't consider myself a Democrat or Republican. I also only vote for president. So I've I've never voted for anybody else. You know, so so will I put other other names on the ballot tomorrow? Probably. Because I don't think you can just fill out one slot. But I only vote when it's a pre- pre- presidential election. That's the biggest thing. 
Um, but but also too, I'm sure if if Biden wins tomorrow, I'm sure there will be mad black people, Hispanics, Asians, Indians. You know, just because you're minority, it doesn't mean you can't want Trump to win, right? We we've, we've seen Kanye, we've seen Lil Wayne. Big people want Trump. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. There you go. I Ice Cube. So just because you're my, just because you're a minority, it doesn't mean you have to vote for Biden. And I also want to say this now. I'm sure. Let's assume we know the winner by Thursday or Friday. Social media doesn't have to be a shit show. It doesn't have to be. You can still be friends with somebody, but go another way politically. You shouldn't shame anyone for, for voting for Trump. You shouldn't shame anyone for voting for Biden. We all have a choice. Now, you can choose to not talk to that someone just because they didn't vote what, what you perceive to be the correct way. But that's also corny. That's wrong. Everyone has a choice. It is America. Th- this is not Stalin. This is not Hitler to where you have to vote for them. No one has to vote for Trump. No one has to vote for Biden. It's a choice. So, which, which is also why some people probably won't say who they vote for. Because they don't want the backlash. But I have no problem saying, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I'd also have no problem if I was going to vote for Trump. I would proudly say people should be proud of their decisions. Say say, say it takes. Make your take. Own it. Live up to it. Don't hide from it. Don't be ashamed. It's okay. Well, I already voted and I'm keeping my, I'm keeping it to myself. I know I voted. Well, that's okay, because I know who you voted for, and that's good enough for me. Absolutely. <laughs> and if those who are listening, if you want to know, it's none of your damn business. Oh, no, shit. Well, I got to come at them for, man. They're nice, good because, people. Listen, for all you idiots that want to know who I vote for, it's none of your damn business. If you ask me who I vote for, I will tell you it's none of your business. And if you keep harassing me, you're gonna be you're gonna get real close to pulling the blockchain. What if what if what if they throw racist remarks at you? Block. Nice. Now 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 the big question is who do you think Flash Meliod is voted for? Because, cause, 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 I think he'd be the type of guy, you know, to vote to vote the non-popular choice. What do you think? I think he probably would vote for Kanye. <laughs> he vote for who? Kanye West. Oh my God. You said the non popular. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. People yeah. can do writing ballots. That's right. Yeah. So, so remember, Flash Meliodas is not. He does not vote for people that are popular. <sighs> that's right. He is. He is. 
Oh my god, man. <laughs> Giant fan got upset because I said that. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Like, nah, because cause, cause, cause I replied about Saquon. And then some guy, PSU fan 5, said, Oh my god, man. Lester drops 47,000 on beers. Holy crap. Well, That's a whole also, also, something to keep in mind on from Field Yates, because this was, sorry, from Dan Ravel, someone bet $6,000 on the Giants to beat the Bucks and the game to be over 55 and a half points. Someone bet $6,000 on the Giants to win? Yes. Wow. Pretty, pretty fucking confident. Pretty bold, man. That is some bold shit. Let's, let's be real, right? You yeah. didn't think the Giants would beat the Eagles. So, right now, at 14-6, to six, with 30 minutes to play. Do you think the Giants will hold? If I think I didn't think the Giants were going to beat the Eagles, you think, I'll, you think my opinion is going to change? Hell no. My opinion will not change. The only, the only way, I mean the only way, this game needs to be like 40 seconds left. The Giants are up by like 24 to, to, to 14. So that even if, even if they, they score... They still got to do an onside kick, and the Giants, that will be the only time I said, all right, we won. What if, what if the Giants up by 14 with nine minutes of play? Absolutely not. What if the Giants are up 14 with five minutes of play? Nope. What if the Giants are up 14 with three minutes of play? But, but, the Bucks have... The Bucks have the ball at the Giants twenty. Semi confident. What if it's the Giants up by three? Brady's at his own thirty. One timeout. A minute to go. Oh hell! Oh God. really? 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 No, really? Are, are are you dumb? Uh, is you stupid? That's that's eternity for for the goat. All right, one play left. Brady's at the Giants forty. One play left, so three seconds on the clock, and then and they can't kick a field goal. So that means that that means the Giants could be up by like four points. Then. No, they're they're up by three. They could kick the field goal. It, it's. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a fifty it's gonna be like a forty seven yard field goal. They're, they're not kicking that. Of course they can. Suck up for suck up two for two. Of course they can. I I don't think he's making a forty seven yard field goal. Now, if you're telling me they're at the Giants forty five, all right, then 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 they're probably gonna go. At that point, I I would feel confident. I would feel confident. So basically, you're saying the only way you have confidence in the Giants is if, is if Tom Brady has no chance, no chance. Absolutely no 
Dijon's got to be up. Dijon's got to be up by twenty. score a touchdown to start the third quarter with using 10 minutes left on the clock. So, so, so they take away they, they take away 10 minutes of the third quarter. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Not that. I would so that would, Tom Brady, that would give Tom Brady max 3 to 4 series assuming the Giants don't score the rest of the night. It's quite possible. Uh, I'd be semi-confident. Semi-confident? I need to see how the defense performs, though. Because there was some cracks in the arm, especially on that last drive. Brady was starting to figure out Graham's defense. That's, that's true. But I'm just saying... At at twenty one to six, right? And you just wasted ten minutes o'clock. That means if Brady has a great drive, he's ending the third quarter. Which means he's using a, a little bit of the fourth. All the Giants would have to do is average three minutes of drive. The game's over. Game's over. It's done. It's done. It's not that hard. Even even if it's a four and out, if you're doing all running plays, you're you're guaranteed to waste a minute and a half a clock. Nah, bro. I, I need the game to be out of reach. Well, I need I need this I need this game. Listen, if this is the same score going into the fourth quarter, the Patriots, the Patriots, the Bucks are gonna win. I don't feel confident. What if it's twenty one six? Start in the fourth, but the Bucks get the ball. How? Well, it depends how the Giants' defense is playing. Like, is the Giants' they, defense they, like they, me? they, they, they pick Brady once in the third quarter. Uh, uh, then I would start, I would slowly start to get confident. Slowly. Because I was never confident with the Giants-Eagles game, because if you know Giants-Eagles, the, game, the Giants always end this game, always end the game with some sort of heartbreak. I don't know why. You knew that game was going to go bad the minute the minute Daniel Jones f- fell on himself. That's that's the very minute you know you knew this game was going to go bad. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. As soon as, as when Daniel Jones fell, I was like, yeah, the Giants are not winning this game. I'm so glad that at least they scored on that. On, they still scored a touchdown, but boy, that was just awful. Well, right Plus, now, just, hold on. Well, the Giants chose to start the second half by being pure assholes. You know, they're not they're not being great individuals. Um, so give us we got two more stories left. So give us give us another story. J- j- just one of them though, right now. Just one. All right. Well, it's crazy. The Paul story. I'll never forget there. Uh, well, it's actually pretty cool. It was actually, um, college graduation. And just graduated, and I was just, like, crazy. This, this whole thing is wild. And 
what happened was is that what happened was is that um dad came up, gave me a big hug, and told me he was proud of me. That that actually made me smile. And I I really did appreciate that. Did he throw you a grad party? Yes he did. Did he throw any cash your way? Ooh, a nice interception. What a beautiful interception. Did he throw any cash your way? Yeah, he threw me some cash. Ooh, threw you a nice couple of greenies. I like that. So now we're going to save the last story because we want people to listen to the whole podcast. If you guys care about James, you'll listen to this whole podcast. Because so far, we've heard some great stories. So, James, recap of the people. The first five great stories. Like, well, man. So, it went from, it went from draw, drawing from the, drawing crayons from the sheets to having my first kiss when I was young to the, to the two Super Bowl to the two Super Bowl memories that we saw that the Steelers won. And lastly, the story that was just told about my graduation. Right now, where if where I had to rank the stories, number one, the top story would have to be coloring on the bed sheets. It has everything you want and love. Now, that could change when I hear the last story. But for right now, that's number one. You you got a four-year-old doing laundry. Most, most families, most families are not like that. And, and, and I know what people want to say. White family brought-ups are different than minority brought-ups. Even still, I'm sure most minority children... We're not doing laundry at the age of four years old, okay? There's, there's, there's certain, not everyone has to grow up that quickly. There's, there's lines there, you know? Oh, come on, Scotty? Jesus Christ. Number two has to be the kiss. You know, you got, you got a seven or eight year old little Mac over there. Just, just trying to get some lips, not caring about who was around them. And the dad's like, what you doing, boy? <laughs> Number three has to be the story with the bet to where your dad won money. That was funny. I, I, I thought that was funny. And then the fourth is going to be the one where the first Super Bowl. And then the fifth, obviously, is college. And that's just because the other, the other stories had much more de- detail to them. You know, the fifth one had the proudest moment to where you dream, you know, you know, to where your father really recognized your accomplishment. And so that part's special. So if, if, if we were going to most meaningful, then it's that one by far. And the Giants had a pretty good defensive stop right there. Although, if I'm the Bucks, I'm staying on the field. You know, um, if, 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 
you can't get two yards, that's a problem. And let's let's make our first attempt into baseball offseason. You know, and they're going for it. So they're four for five on fourth down conversions this year. That's pretty good. And any pumps a lot. Ooh, what a grab by number 85. Let's go. So, baseball season talks. We can all agree that their number one acquisition should be DJ LeMayu. So, let's let's assume that happens. you got to get a bullpen piece. you got to get at least one starter. Preferably two. Be- because I talked about this a little bit on the timeline before. You cannot go... Into the 2021 season with your rotation of Garrett Cole and rookies, including Clark Schmidt, Nick Nelson, Debbie Garcia, and Jordan Montgomery. No one is scared of that rotation. That would also mean Garrett Cole, if he starts all 32, he'd have to, he'd have to win 19 to 20 games. He'd have to. He'd have to. And he can only have two poor pitching performances. That's a lot of pressure on one guy. And that's not something Garrett Cole signed up for. Garrett Cole did not sign up for me for mediocrity, you know? And Rojo Drew Jr. just continues to suck. Um, you know, will they trade Adam Adovino? I wouldn't. Will they trade Luke Voigt or Gio Urshela? Many people seem to think that's not even a possible option. Like, like, why would they trade either or? Get this. If Gla- if Glaber Torres has to be our shortstop, I'm sorry, but that's a problem. I I think DJ comes back. I do think that I do think the Giants should add another reliever. I think that's a big problem. I do think that's a. I think I, I think the John, I think the uh, the Yankees should add a starter. That's they definitely do need a starter. Um, I don't think Paxton coming back, and I definitely don't see Tanaka coming back at all. And right now, just real quick from looking at the Giants game, their pass rush is horrible. Cause over the last two minutes, Tom Brady should have been sacked t- two to three times, and the Giants should have had the ball back already. And that ball touched ground first. So they're they're obviously gonna have to go kick the field goal, but so the Giants' pass rush has to be better. You can't give Tom too much time in the pocket. Then 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 if, if this stays like this way and the Giants don't develop a pass rush, the Bucks will come back and win this game. And he he, if you look at how Suckup kicked that ball, which goes back to my original point. He just got a 43-yard field goal. And if you look at his first field goal attempt, the wind made it go back in. He kicked it out. If there was no wind, he missed that first field goal. So I have no faith in Ryan Soko. Just like I have no faith in Brian Cashman to make a good signing. You've got to sign JT Romuto. They're not going to get JT Romuto. You should sign Charlie Morton. They probably won't get him. You know, un- unfortunately, because of the outfield, you can't go for George Springer. 
But I think George Springer would do great things as a Yankee. He would easily have 40 home runs if he plays 120 games. And 20 of them would be in Yankee Stadium. That's how valuable he would be for them. You know, the reliever class is trash. It's garbage. So, unfortunately, if you don't get Brad Hand, the Braves are probably not going to let Darren O'Day walk. And Blake Trinan, I mean, he's not like he was a couple of years ago with the A's. He's, he's not as good. So, which means you shouldn't trade Adam Montevino. You should keep him. Because I, I find it hard to believe that all of a sudden he just sucks. That he'll never be good again. I find that hard to believe. Someone offers him five years at thirty million a year. He's taking it. He's not. He's not saying no because at the end of the day, there's gonna be a time where he's gonna just have a one year deal and he's gonna get hurt. It's gonna ruin his value. So that's the hard part about signing one year deals. Yes, you're betting on yourself, but how many times do you have to keep betting on yourself, Trevor Bauer? Before when he took one year, that's fine. He wasn't established. But right now, he's an established pitcher. He he hurled that rubber every time with the Reds, and he showed, y'all can't hit me. So, he earned a long-time contract. He earned that. He should get that. Which is why he's definitely declining the qualifying offer. He is. Just like DJ. It's only offered to get the draft pick. That's it. Teams know who is going to accept and who is going to walk. Now, if they were to give it to Paxton, guess what? Paxton probably accepts it. So that's why they don't offer it to Paxton. Because he, he probably says, okay, well, let me play under a one-year deal at $18 plus million dollars, And then let me try to scoop up one last deal for a free agency next year. So that's why not every player gets that offer. I agree. I totally, I totally agree. And I, I, I think Showman's gonna decline. 
And also, um, Showman said some really interesting things about Mets Twitter. So I don't think Showman's coming back at all. Of course not. He burned that bridge, man. See, that should have been caught. That should have been caught by Sterling Shepard. Any, any he, he's expected to be a good receiver for them. And before we get into your last story, I just saw a tweet from former Boston Red Sox, Will Middlebrooks. How many Pats fans are actually pulling for the Giants tonight? Question mark. Gotta be a lot. Why does it have to be a lot? Why should any Patriot fan root for the Giants? I need to know. Why? Especially the opponents, the Buccaneers. Just like me, just like Bobby, and so many Patriots fans on Twitter, we still like Tom Brady. So I need to know why any Patriot fan should for the Giants. The Giants cost you two Super Bowls. It, it'd, be like, it'd be like Eagles-Cowboys. Why should any Patriot fan want the Eagles to win? Man, I don't... Um, see... This is one of those takes that people may just try to piss people off. Whereas I, and, and Will Middlebrooks is a great follow. Fantastic follow on Twitter. Most stuff he says is, is truly bright. But I, I don't get this. I don't get why he would tweet this. Yeah, I was kind of confused. I mean, I don't understand why Patriot fans have any love for the Giants, for the Eagles and Giants, especially the Giants who beat you twice for the Super Bowl. I mean, and the Eagles were just more like a high-scoring, like, what the hell, and then Bill Belichick benching Malcolm Butler. I, I never understood what that was about, but still. That's a move um, no one is going to understand, but apparently he went to a concert and he missed practice. But but he says he was sick and was with family, so so unfortunately we're not gonna know the truth. But I'm telling you, if Malcolm Butler plays in that Super Bowl, they're winning the game because um, Alshon Jeffrey had a beast first half in that Super Bowl. Malcolm Butler is most likely on Alshon Jeffrey, and I don't think Jeffrey's catching that touchdown. I don't think he's having 80-plus yards. I think he had a total of, like, 140 in that game. So, if, if you add Malcolm Butler, I don't think they're winning. You, you don't know. Maybe Jeffrey still catches that ball because he's a beast. But I just don't think he does. So, give the people your last story. Well, the last story was actually about five years ago. And your boy left the lovely, you know, upstate New York to come down to the dirty Jersey, as we like to call it. And basically told him that, hey, you know, leaving here, going to be coming, going down here. You know, he was like, oh, so, you know, do you think you're a big boy now? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's, it's that time. So, basically, dad comes up, and then all the money that I had, right, you know, he didn't take all of it. He only, he only took, like, half. And I was like, well, the other half is like, well, now that you're a big boy, you're going to have to learn rent responsibilities. Think of it as a landlord. All that money you got is going to be gone. And I was like, dad, what'd you buy? What'd you do to rent that money? He got to use that money in 
him from stealing pen- penicillaria. And all that money I had was a good $8,000. They took half of that. So I, so I left one down with 4000 And he used that money for rent for going to Jersey? Yes. Wow, 4000 a month? That's a big chunk of money. I mean, I mean, I know you're a millionaire and all, but four thousand. Jesus Christ. Well, these are some six wonderful stories. I hope you. I hope you liked it. I hope the listeners will love it. I think they will love it. You know, again, even you know, I said it this morning with the first tweet of the day. You know, even though I didn't know your dad. But with knowing you over these past two years, I feel like I do because you have a lot of a lot of honor, honorable qualities, and that's something your father instilled in you. So even though he's not here, he's not gone. And this goes for anybody who loses somebody, whether it's due to COVID or something else. You know, this life so this life sucks sometimes. I'll, I'll admit that. You know. Life's hard. You do it bad. You do it good. But it's also all perspective, right? Because as bad as your day might be, someone throughout this whole entire world, and there's millions in this whole entire world, someone, someone's getting hit. Someone's getting shot. Someone's dying. A house is getting robbed. A woman's getting raped. You know... Someone's someone sleeping in a gutter. Someone's not. Oh, what a P.I. should it be? Someone's not sleeping in a gutter. So, if if the worst thing your day could possibly be, getting talk shit on Twitter, you're doing okay. You're doing alright. If, if the worst thing is you sleeping on the streets, that sucks. But maybe there's someone else in a coma. So, you, you being on the streets... Isn't, it's terrible, but it's really not that bad. And for anybody who takes COVID as a joke, you know, how old was your father when he died? How old was your father when he died? So he should have lived at least another 10 years if it wasn't for COVID. At least. Probably... And what a touch! What a touchdown by Gronk! At least I'll go, probably another fifteen years. So people should take COVID a hundred percent seriously, and that also goes in with the this past Halloween. Why did all you gotta have Halloween parties? I don't get it. I don't understand. Right? <laughs> and then Kendall Kylie Jenner makes herself looking look like an idiot. She has a sign in her house. Don't post nothing on social media. Now maybe she meant of her house, but that's not what the sign said. Don't post nothing on social media. And the whole party was posted on social media. 
But why need to be around that many people? Why? It's 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 still a pandemic, guys. James would still have his father if it wasn't for COVID. So please take this seriously. Vote responsible tomorrow. And let's not use the winner as an excuse, right? Because that's why people are gonna loot. They're gonna use it as an excuse to get free shit. That's all looting is. Most of the people that loot are probably not even mad. They're doing it just to get free shit. Like, don't don't be that guy. Buy your shit. You want something, you buy it. You don't steal it from somebody. You don't break someone's window. People shouldn't have to board up their stores. Alright? They, they should get to close their store with a perfectly fine glass window and not getting broken. With whatever stuff was in that store... That's the same amount of stuff should be in that store. Unless people buy it, then they have to order more. That's normal. But people shouldn't have to, even though everyone has insurance, buy your stuff. Don't steal things. People work hard for those things. Yeah, I totally agree. And unlike Peter Rosenberg, I will never express my view. Because no one knows where I live. But... You have to understand that, you know... Has, has he really he, showed how he leaned, though? He has. If you pay attention very, very closely on Hot 97, you, you, you know where he Well, 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 I've never, I've never listened to that once in my life, so, so please tell me. Peter Rosenberg really leans more on the side of, like, Democrat, and he's really more on the Biden-Harris side, and he's not a guy that loves President Donald Trump. How do you think Michael K. leads? I don't know, but he... I I bet Trump. I bet Trump. I feel like he leans Trump. I feel like he leans Trump. And if I'm Donald McGregor, I bet Biden. I think that's that's probably how I think. I think I think Michael K is more on the red team, and Donald Trump's more on the. No, sorry, Donald McGregor is more on the blue team. And uh, Tom Brady and Gronkowski just passed. You know, a good quarterback tight end pair. Under Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning. And that most likely will not be passed. Because that means, you know, Gronk and Brady would have to play another four years with Gronk averaging eight touchdowns a season. And that's most likely not going to happen because that was his first touchdown. So... Let's let's assume he gets another two more throughout the rest of the season because his targets are going to be very very low with Brown coming into the mix. Oh yeah, extremely low, extremely 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 low. Um, yeah, and honestly, um, if you're going to make people feel bad for who, you, for who they should vote for, you're a terrible person. Because you should, you should not make people feel awful. Because at the end of the day, you should vote for who you want to vote for. 
not not for anyone else. And if you're that type of person that guilts people into that, you're 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 a scumbag. Because if, because that's just how I view it. And I hate people that try to force people to see people's side. Vote who you want to vote for. Don't just shove your ideals to somebody else. That's just how I view. Larry Hardesty just put up a poll which has an hour and 42 minutes left, 161 votes. Who is the best athlete in New York sports? The choices are Durant, DeGrom, Barkley, Judge. I'm I'm picking Katie. And right now, DeGrom is winning the poll with 48%. Judge has 17. Durant has 21. Barkley has 14. I think the reason why people, I know, the reason why Durant isn't getting that much love is because they haven't seen Durant play in in Brooklyn, you know. But uh, but to me, obviously, I agree. I totally agree with what you're with you know with what you're saying. I I think I think um if Durant is healthy and he plays, I think Durant will be the best athlete in New York. But because he hasn't played. I'm I'm gonna give the uh I will give the edge to the ground. Okay, that's only fair. Only because Durant has only because Durant hasn't played in New York yet. Well, that's that's how we're gonna end it. Today has been a very emotional day for uh, James. You know, but this was a good pod, and this morning I also tweeted. Two podcasts that were also talked about James's father. So if you guys haven't heard that yet, because those were brought podcasted in April, go hear that now with Plus Tonight's. And we'll be back tomorrow. And it's Buccaneers 15, Giants 14, third quarter. Giants are slowly moving the chains. So closing thoughts. Will the Giants win this game, James? No, absolutely not. Um, I think the final score will probably be 24-21 Buccaneers. I hope you're right. I also get why they went for two, but I would have just kicked extra point because they still left a point on the board. But I, but I do hope the Buccaneers will win this game. Although, just the way it's looking, I gotta say, man, I think the Giants come back. Offensively, they're looking a lot better than the Bucks, even though the Bucks clearly just had a great drive. But it's just Daniel Jones so far is doing just enough to uh, scrape by. Well, you know, he did miss, he did miss Layton on a wide-open touchdown. So he needs to... He need, he needs to, and he also missed Slayton on a couple of target on uh, on a couple of passes where he could have gotten him. So that's so, what I'm saying. We'll he's see. doing he's doing just enough, you know, just 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 like the catch that Slayton just had. He's doing just enough like that to where it moves down the field. He he just can't make the big play. That's 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 absolutely the problem. Well, we'll see what happens. Nick, great show as always, and yeah. Let's look at what happens tomorrow. Yes, sir.